Okay, we're doing the Holy Rebbe, Letters of the Rebbe in Volume 9. This is letter number 2825. This is a scholarly letter. Baruch Hashem. Uh, this is dated the 21st day of Thomas Tavshi Yudal, Brooklyn. The Rebbe is addressing it to Rav Agoyen. Moreinu Yaakov Sheyichia HaKohen. Meskin. So, he asked the Rebbe a question about something that was in the, in the Mimer. So he says like this, Shalom Abracha. First the Rebbe says, I want to confirm receipt of your letter uh, dated the third day of the month of this month. Now it's interesting, while the Rebbe is going to sort of excuse himself for not answering right away, but he makes a point, looks like it's still the same month. He wrote it on the third day of Tammuz, and the Rebbe is answering him on the 21st day of Tammuz. So the Rebbe is saying, I must um, apologize, forgive me for the delay in my response till here. And that is due to the many preoccupations, especially in the days that proceed and that follow the days of redemption of my father-in-law, the Rebbe with all the titles. Those were days of encouragement, arousal, and for bringing for those who go in his footsteps to add further activities in that which he has taught us from his ways so that we shall be going in his path forever as the Alter Rebbe writes the language in the Geras HaKodesh of Zion. So basically, the Rebbe is saying the reason why I am delayed, don't take this uh, personally, don't be offended, this is due to the preoccupation. And I seem, it seems to me the Rebbe is saying it's still in the month, so I'm answering you. So you make a note, the Rebbe says, in the mimer of my father-in-law, the Rebbe, which uh, was, uh, was his co- which is, was the, from the first day of Rosh Hashanah in Tavshin Gimel. Um, that's the year. So he quotes what he writes over there. He says like this, so we need to say that when Rosh Hashanah comes on Shabbos. Now, do you know, on Rosh Hashanah, on Shabbos, we don't blow the shofar. So the way it's quoted over there in the Mimer, it says like this, when Rosh Hashanah is on Shabbos, then there is not an obligation of the mitzvah of blowing the shofar, and it's not that they pushed it away. I mean, basically, what it seems from the uh, writing of the previous Rebbe, it seems like that when Rosh Hashanah is on Shabbos, there is no obligation at all to blow the shofar. It's not... This is, looks like what the Rebbe writes. It's not like there was a obligation, but it's pushed away. No, 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 there is not even an obligation. That's what the previous Rebbe writes in the Mimer. Now, he asked the Rebbe the question. Uh, it says in the Talmud, in Yavamas, in Tzadik, and in Rashi, over there it says, that the reason that we don't blow the shofar on Shabbos 
is only from the rabbis, which basically means that there is an obligation to blow the shofar. But it is because the rabbis that they canceled it that we don't blow the shofar on Shabbos. So how could the previous rabbis say that you don't blow the shofar on Shabbos, that there's no obligation? In this case, the issue is here between the Torah obligation or how the rabbis approached it. Is there a Torah obligation when Rosh Hashanah comes on Shabbos to blow the shofar, but the rabbis said, no, we don't want you to blow the shofar on Shabbos, or there is no Torah obligation in the first place? if Rosh Hashanah is on Shabbos. The previous Rebbe seemed to say that there is no obligation when Rosh Hashanah is on Shabbos. And the person is challenging, asking the Rebbe, how could you say that when there's a clear Rashi that says, no, 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 there is an obligation from the Torah. It's only that the Rabbi says, don't blow the shofar on Shabbos. How could he say that there's no Torah obligation to blow on Shabbos? And the Rebbe answers him, he says, I am surprised, not surprised, but the Rebbe says your words, the way you're asking the question, because why do you have to prove your point from a Rashi and somewhere else? It's right there in that quote that the previous Rebbe quote in which he starts the Mimer, that is quoted from the Talmud in Rosh Hashanah on page 29b. And over there it says very clearly, without, no, it's not without ambiguity, it says that it's the rabbis who made the decree not to blow the shofar on Shabbos. So you don't have to bring, and the Rebbe is almost saying, it's not, don't think that the previous Rebbe made a mistake, he forgot. It's right there in that same piece of Talmud that he quoted in the beginning of the Mimer. It says right there that the Shabbos, we don't blow the shofar, it's only from the rabbis. That seems clearly that from the Torah there is still, there is an obligation. And the Rebbe says, uh, maybe... Uh, the uh, the reason that you don't want to bring the Gemara because in the Gemara it says and this is something which uh, Lina hinted to in the Gemara it only said that from the Torah you're permitted yeah. it doesn't say you're obligated from the Torah it says yeah. you're allowed to but in the Rashi in Yubomos over there it says it's a positive mitzvah. But uh, Rashi doesn't say it's a positive mitzvah on Shabbos. Uh, so one can say maybe there's no mitzvah, it's only that it's permissible and the rabbis prohibit it. So the Rebbe basically, before answering his question, the Rebbe says, well, it's right there in the Talmud and even the question that you ask 
you should technically ask right from the place over here. So basically the Rebbe says, look, this discourse, this talk that the previous Rebbe gave is based on a talk that the Alter Rebbe, that I mean, his father-in-law based his talk on a talk of the Alter Rebbe in the Kutu Torah in the book of Devorim and Volum Dalf. And also the son of the Alter Rebbe, the Mittler Rebbe, in the Siddur Sharat Kiyas. The Rebbe says, I pointed out those sources in the published Mimer of my father-in-law. And the Rebbe says, there is a rule, and by our sages of blessed memory, that the words of Torah are poor in one place, but they're wealthy in another place, which means in the place, someplace there is not enough articulation, there have not been enough specified, and they are larger in the other players. So the Rebbe says, you have to add explanation in the mimer of my father-in-law based upon what it's explained over there. You just got to sort of add to the words over here what he said there. What it says over there in Likutei Torah, that when Rosh Hashanah comes on Shabbos, on Shabbos it comes on its own, and therefore we don't need the shofar so much. The shofar isn't necessary so much. And therefore, the positive mitzvah of shofar has been pushed away. Basically, what we're saying is that when Rosh Hashanah is on Shabbos, the power of Shabbos is so strong that everything that you can do with the shofar uh, is done already by itself, just the holiness of Shabbos. And you don't need the shofar so much. And that's why we push away the mitzvah of shofar for the rabbis pushed it away because it is not so necessary. Furthermore, the Rebbe explained in the Siddur uh, from the uh, Mittler Rebbe, over there it says that from the Torah, the mitzvah of shofar has not been bottled on Shabbos. Only midrabonah. So the Rebbe says, we don't mean over here in the Mimer to say that there's no positive mitzvah of blowing the shofar on Shabbos at all. That's not what the Mimer is saying. It just means to say that the necessity to blow the shofar when it comes out on Shabbos is not equal as when it comes out in the middle of the week. Because on Shabbos, those matters are drawn down even without the blowing of the shofar. So basically, even if we did not have the decree, or before the time of the decree, they uh, uh, blew Shabbos, they, they blew the shofar on Shabbos. But, uh, so, in other words, shofar was blown on Shabbos, but it's not such a necessary blowing. And the decree of the rabbis could take that away. Basically, the issue over here is, how could the rabbis take such an important mitzvah, like blowing of the shofar, and say, don't do it on Shabbos? The reason the rabbi said not to do it on Shabbos, it, huh? That it's not necessary. Not as necessary. So here's the key word. 
It is not as necessary because it's not as a as a necessary need. So yes, you would blow the shofar if the rabbis weren't worried, but because of the worry of the rabbis, they did actually make a decree, and that's why the rabbis can uh, ex- ex- explain it. And the Rebbe says, I want you to know that even in the regular, uh, by Nigla, the revealed part of Torah, so just Rabbi was concerned, why did he say not to blow the shofar? He was afraid because people may not know how to blow the shofar, and they're going to carry the shofar in the public domain on Shabbos. You know, when Rosh Hashanah is on Shabbos, you're not allowed to carry in the public domain on Shabbos. The person might forget and violate a prohibition of Shabbos. But Rebbe says that alone would not have been sufficient to take away from the mitzvah of the Torah. As the Rebbe brings down in in, in various places, um, from various halacha from the Rambam, but I just want to say what the Rebbe is basically saying, there has to be also the explanation that Shabbos, Rosh Hashanah, it is not so necessary. Even according to Nicholas, it's not only a Pichasidus, because that reasoning is not such a strong reason to remove a very clear pro uh, mitzvah. If the Torah says blow the shofar, the rabbis are not going to come and say, no, don't blow the shofar. The only reason why they said it is because the rabbis felt that Shabbos, it is accomplished on its own, and therefore it's not so necessary. And because it wasn't so necessary, and then they had this issue of somebody coming to carry for Amos by accident, so they made this prohibition. And the Rebbe refers to the Tosas over there for more explanation. And I just want to finish up over here. The Rebbe says, I have uh, your Sephorim on Tractate Rosh Hashanah and Makis. If you would honor me with the rest of the publications, if you want to exchange it for some Sephorim here, the Rebbe said, I would be uh, very uh, very, uh, very happy and the Rebbe goes through, and he says the time is not allowed, but he goes through on a superficial way, uh, based on the time of some of the uh, items that he mentioned over here in his letter. It gets into very details over here, and we're out of time. <coughs> so we'll, uh, we'll leave it over here and for next time, yeah? He was brought down only to prove that there is a... Torah obligation, even when Rosh Hashanah comes out on Shabbos, there is a Torah obligation. And the Rebbe says to him, this, that there is an obligation of the Torah to blow the shofar when Rosh Hashanah is on Shabbos, you don't need to prove this from the Rashi elsewhere. This is right there in the Talmud itself. It's very clear that the entire reason we don't blow it blow on Rosh Hashanah is of rabbinic concern. However, that needs to be explained. How could something which is rabbinic concern override 
like you are arguing, and Laklina is saying, Abris overrides Shabbos. Many things override the Shabbos. If the Torah obligated, where do we find such a thing that the rabbis are able to take away from a law of the Torah? Now, the rabbis do technically have rights, the Chagav Tasset. I mean, again, these are all a lot of halachic discussions here, but the bottom line is, why would they take such an important mitzvah like blowing the shofar on Rosh Hashanah and stop it because of some sort of a issue they had of carrying four Abbas? So therefore, in the Hasidus it explains that when Shabbos is Rosh Hashanah and Shabbos, while there is still an obligation, the Torah, no question, but the obligation is not as essential as the blowing of the shofar on a regular day of the week, a weekday. And therefore, together with the problem that we have that you might carry it, so the rabbis were overriding and they said, okay, you know what? On Shabbos, it's accomplished anyways. Now the Rebbe is saying, this is not only a Hasidic interpretation, there has to be on also Apinigla, because otherwise we would not have overridden it. There must be that the Shabbos accomplished it. The Rebbe refers to a Toysis here, which I gotta look up. But he had a strong argument to the way it's written by the by the previous Rebbe. And the Rebbe basically told him, you can't take this Mimer in its context all by itself, but rather in the source where the Mimer comes from, both from the outer Rebbe and the middle Rebbe, in which you will see clearly what he means, there is no obligation, he means there is not such an obligation, not as an important, it's not as necess- necessary. He doesn't mean that there is no obligation. And that the Rebbe needed to clarify that, because when you read it on the superficial level, it seems like the previous Rebbe said, there's no Torah command. Yes, there is a Torah command, but it's only that it's not as essential that's what he meant. There's no Torah command, not an essential Torah command. But that needs to be explained.